Hi, welcome to our 21st episode. Thanks for joining us. Today we are going to cover one of our brokers and highlight both their positive and negative features so that you can decide whether they are the broker for you. As always, subscribe and share and send us any questions to fxcuts.com or tradeforexsa.co.za. Enjoy. Chris, how's it going today? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm actually a bit under the weather, Alison, but I'm here and I'm ready to talk about skilling. Quite excited. New broker. We haven't talked about them before and I think a lot of people aren't aware of them. How, how, are, you, how are you doing today? Well, I think I'm I'm better than you are. I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear you're not feeling well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, okay. It happens. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Oh, you're most welcome. <laughs> so, um, a big welcome to our listeners out there. Today is our twenty-first episode, um, and as you mentioned, Chris, we are be going. We are going to be taking a very deep look at one of our brokers that we've partnered with, Skilling. And as many of you know, we review hundreds of brokers each year. And in our reviews, we highlight the broker's strengths and weaknesses so that you know exactly what you're signing up for when you um, when you sign up with the broker. So from the outset, Skilling was founded in Sweden um, in the summer of 2016 by three Scandinavian tech magnates from Optimize Invest in Sweden. And interestingly, the CEO at the time was Anders Berglund, uh, the former CEO of Google Sweden. And their mission was basically to make trading simple and accessible to everyone um, in a transparent and secure environment. And in this review, we're going to go through whether they've achieved that so far or not. Yeah, I remember when they first came onto the scene, um, must have been, I must have been first aware of them, maybe not 2016, but 2017, something like that. And I found, um, yeah, their approach to transparency quite refreshing. So it's going to be interesting to see how they've, how they're doing a few years on now. Um, but yeah, as you said, they were founded in 2016. Uh, their mission was transparency and security. And um, to that end, they, they are well regulated. 20, in 2018, they were offering services across Europe through a CISEC regulated entity. Uh, CISEC is the Cyprus, Cyprus Securities Exchange Commission, They're one of the foremost um, forex broker regulators in the world. And, um, and we think they're pretty good. Um, you know, anybody who's regulated by CISEC has to be, uh, they're heavily audited. And then in 2020, they got a, um, they received a Seychelles FSA Seychelles license, which they use to to offer their services from the rest of the world outside of Europe. And um, because Skilling is regulated with CISIC, we consider them a safe broker to trade with. The other important thing to know about Skilling, I think a lot of people want to know, um, apart from regulation, is how many assets they have to trade. And they have 850 total, um, including 73 Forex pairs, which Forex traders will know is more than you'd usually find um, at other brokers. And then they've got 750 stock CFDs and then unusually 57 crypto pairs, uh, which is a lot. But we're seeing that we're seeing this more and more often, aren't we, Alison? We're seeing yeah. a lot of brokers pushing, pushing dozens of crypto pairs, but it's still an unusually large um, uh, range generally for the industry. I mean, they've also got, as, as most brokers do, they carry uh, indices and commodities. 
no, that is quite a big range for the industry. Um, and I think they've really sort of pushed that agenda with their, with their assets. And, and we're pretty happy that uh, most traders will be satisfied with, with that range of assets. You know, uh, people mm-hmm. should find what they're looking for there. And uh, another thing that we, we, we were also quite impressed by is Skilling's accounts and trading fees. So it has four accounts. Um, two accounts are commission-free accounts with trading costs included in their spreads. And then it also has two accounts with tighter spreads and a commission per lot. Sort of in line with what other brokers do, the, the commission-free accounts have a lower minimum deposits, um, and these start at 100 euros, which is reasonable. We, we think most, most uh, beginner traders will be able to afford this minimum deposit. And then it also has two premium accounts which with a minimum deposit of 5,000 euros, which is fairly high here. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So, so, um, but it it it's, it caters well to sort of both markets. Um, it doesn't really cater for the intermediate traders who who might want a tighter spread, um, but not have to pay those minimum deposits. But but I guess it does an okay job with with uh, catering to both types of traders. Um, then trading costs are sort of around the industry average. On the premium accounts. It averages at nine USD per lot traded, and then on the standard accounts, the um, trading costs are around ten dollars um, per lot traded, which is again slightly higher than average. But we still consider these reasonable, and we still consider them very good trading costs. Yeah, no, they are pretty reasonable. You're right; that's quite low. And some some reason in my head, I had their premium accounts were um, at five hundred USD in deposit, uh, which you know, it's, it's more standard for these kind of commission-based accounts that you see in the industry. But 5,000 is, um, it's a lot. It's really catering for more experienced traders on those accounts. Yes. Um, and, and, yeah. prob- and probably catering more to the Europeans than, than the South Africans, I would guess. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. That's definitely aiming more at the European market. The skilling, yeah, they've also got a good range of deposit withdrawal methods. We know this is another thing that's important to Forex traders is how quickly and easily you can deposit and withdraw your money. Um, so they do bank transfers, credit, debit cards, and then a lot of different e-wallets. Um, they're pretty pretty standard for like a well-regulated, what we'd consider transparent, good broker. We're very pleased, of course, that there's no fees for any, for deposits or withdrawals. But as always, like, I mean, your bank or your card issue may charge you for international transfers. Um, deposits are generally instant. Um, except bank transfers and debit credit cards, which can take a little bit longer. Withdrawals are processed 24 to 48 hours, which is about the uh, about the industry average, isn't it, Alison? Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're fairly good on their deposits and withdrawals, which is, is uh, quite welcoming. Yeah, it is. You know, it's good to see. And especially as, you know, for a company that bangs on about how transparent and open they are, it's good to see in this case that they actually are. Yeah. Um, they offer five different base currencies, so account currencies that you can open accounts in, Euro, USD, uh, Norwegian crowns, Swedish crowns, uh, which kind of belies the Scandinavian roots, and um, and British pounds as well, GBP. And this is, you know, five is about average. Uh, the important thing is they've got Euros and USD there, um, as most people will be, especially outside of Europe, will be opening accounts in USD. Um, but if you, it's important to note, the one thing here is if you deposit from an account dominated in a different base currency, you'll be charged a currency conversion fee of 0.7% on top of, on top of obviously, the exchange rate. And that, uh, that's fairly high. 
we know that most brokers do it, but I think we usually see lower than that, about 0.5%, 0.4%. Yeah. Isn't that right, Alison? Yeah. yeah. So 0.7 is, is high. So just be aware if you're not, if you're, you know, depositing money, um, you know, in, in brand, for instance, from where you are in South Africa, that you're going to be charged a little bit extra on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving on to platforms, we found that it has a ve- it has very good platform support. Um, it offers support for three mobile platforms, which is is quite rare. Most brokers sort of have one or two platforms that they that they support. Um, it has its own in-house um, proprietary platform, the Skilling Trader. It has MT4 and C Trader, which is is uh, your favorite, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as an industry first, so something we actually have ha- actually haven't seen at another broker, Skilling has completed a seamless integration between Skilling Trader and C Trader, um, and this feature is called One Account Two Platforms, uh, which allows play- traders to choose which platform they want to use while they have a single trading account with the same margin, the same wallet, and the same trading conditions. So it's a really fantastic feature that they've added. Um, and we're hoping that that other brokers might might follow suit as well. Uh, we also really enjoyed using the Skilling Trader. It has an excellent design. It's easy to use, um, and it's easy to set up, and it has great features. It also has something called the Trading Assistant that sort of walks you through the app and shows you how to open your accounts, how to um, you know uh, buy and sell various assets and how to set your stop losses and take profits um, and you can transfer withdraw and deposit funds it's easy to search for instruments you can create watch lists it also has a lot of different technical indicators and charts and it has um, a lot of different drawing tools and we found that it's very easy, as I said, you know, with the trading assistant to execute your orders and then all the education and market analysis uh, materials are also available through the app. So Skilling really has done a good job with creating a, a comprehensive trading app with all the features you'd basically need for, for trading um, on the go. Um, and then all these platforms are also available as desktop versions um, but just be aware if you are trading on mt4 that obviously at the moment there's uh, an issue with apple um, in on the 23rd of september um, ios pulled mt4 and mt5 from the app store so if you are new trader to skilling we might suggest opening the skilling uh, opening an account on skilling trader or c trader um, rather than on mt4 just uh, while apple sorts its issues out with with meta meta quotes yeah, and well, or if they sort their issues out with MetaQuotes. Yeah. But yes, I I agree. And I know that um, we were chatting with someone from Trader a uh, week or two ago, and they were seeing, saying that they had had huge surge in interest because a lot of people leaving uh, the MT4 and MT5 iOS apps are beginning to look at Trader more seriously, and their app, you know, this uh, skilling trader, uh, more seriously. Oh, um, now that Yeah, now that MT4 and MT5 are unavailable on iOS. And I mean, all power to them. Yeah, I mean, as I said, as you said, you know, C Trader is one of my favorite platforms. I like the way Skilling Trader integrates with it. I think it's fantastic, and I think a lot of MT4, a lot of MT5 users are really gonna will enjoy using it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And they've really done a good job with this app. Um, yeah. but it really is one of the best ones I've I've sort of used. So, um, yeah. So as you say, yeah, power to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, now, unfortunately, though, I mean, there are some downsides to Skilling. Uh, we found that they have a limited range of trading tools. They have a social trading platform called Skilling Copy, which I think is um, basically a reskin version of the C Trader Copy function functionality. And they also offer PAM MAM accounts, which are personalized asset manager accounts. Um, Skilling Copy is fairly, yeah, you can. It's fairly standard uh, copy trading platform. Uh, copy trades of professionals um, on C Trader uh, signal providers who are there already. There are, you know, there is anybody who's used um, a copy trading C Trader copy will will recognize this for what it is. It's, it's very easy to use. There's in-depth performance statistics available to you to allow, you know, you can look at all the different strategy providers and you can track their record of investments, review performance results, trading styles, and then um, you can also view their actions, um, which is really important, I think, for beginner traders, which we talk about a lot. You can actually see how these more experienced strategy providers uh, make their decisions and what the kind of decisions they make and also how and how it fluctuates with their profit and losses. Yeah, so it reduces. It's for beginners. Copy trading is a good way to start um, if you're if you're looking uh, if you're looking for a way to reduce your time for market research and analytics when you're first starting to trade forex. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and as we were speaking about before, Chris, um, they do offer. Well, it's on their website that they offer TradingView. Um, mm. But you've said before that this is something they've been promising for for a while, um, and they said it's going to come out in October. But we haven't had confirmation of that yet. Yeah, we're recording. What is this? The eleventh of October, twenty two. Um, they've got it up on their website, Trading View. Um, but uh, there, as of yet, there is no integration, and we have been promised soon, haven't we, Alison? Soon. We we have been. So let's see. Yeah. Let's see. One thing that we did like is uh, their customer service, which is, again, very important for beginners. Um, it's available phone, live chat, email, uh, English, Swedish, Norwegian, German, and Malay for our Malaysian listeners. And when we wrote up our review, we found that the live chat agents are both responsive and knowledgeable, so they get back to you very quickly, and they know what they're talking about, Yeah, which is important when you're, when you're trying to fix a problem. So, yeah, overall, skilling, I think, you know, they've got four simple account options. They've got great trading conditions and are really open. They're really transparent, and that's, that's really refreshing to see. It's really good to see. Uh, free deposits and withdrawals, basically an uh, unassailable range of trading platforms. You know, they've got their own platform, integrated to C-Trader, and then they've got C-Trader, MT4, and MT5, anything you wish to use, basically. We'd also like to see their customer service hours, you know, I think are a bit shorter than, than some of the uh, some of the other brokers. What, what are they? Are they, do they not, are they not Are they not open on weekend? Uh, on the weekend hours? Yes, they're not open on weekend. Um... Yeah, which is a bit of an issue if you're trading one of their 57 crypto pairs. Yeah, so if you and that's one thing I think the more more brokers get into trading crypto and offering crypto, they really need to offer twenty four seven support over the weekend because the crypto yeah. market's over the weekend. And if you don't have and you're offering all these crypto pairs for people to trade and you don't have that customer service over the weekend, I mean, you have the potential for a lot of very unhappy crypto customers yeah. over your weekend. Yeah, and and finally, my only gripe is the um, really high min deposit on the on the premium account. I think five thousand is is pushing it a bit for a lot of our listeners. Mm. Do you think that's fair? A fair summary? Yeah, I I do, Chris. Um, not sure if there's anything else I would add. I mean, in general, I do like Skilling, and I, I do think they're a good mm. broker, and uh, and I think they've certainly got a lot of potential. Um, they are relatively young in the industry. Yeah. 
you know, started in 2016, but they only sort of started getting getting their legs in sort of 2018 to, to 2020. So, so I think they're going to make strides. And I think in a couple of years, we're going to be um, quite impressed with their, with their improvements. Well, I'm hoping. Yeah, so. I hope so. Yeah, exactly. I hope so too. But you're right. I like him too. Cool. All right. Well, next week, um, we're actually going to start a short series on different trading strategies. Um, and the first one we're going to talk about is scalping which um, our listeners probably heard of before, and some of you probably even employ it as a, as a strategy. So we're going to talk about what it is, why people do it, and how they do it. Um, we're also going to highlight what you need to be a good scalper, not just in terms of trading tools and technical knowledge and all that kind of stuff, but also the psychological profile that you need to have um, to be to be a good scalper, um, which will be fun, won't it, Alison? It will be. I'm looking forward to it. Great. All right, Alison. Well, thank you. Thank you, as always. And I'll speak, yes. to you. I'll speak to you soon. And I hope you feel better, Chris. Thanks, Alison. Very kind. <laughs> Bye. Bye.